I think I think if Mike if I think if our Mike or the Mike we know and love had a love of medicine and went to med school and become a doctor, he would be an awesome doctor to like have like people would listen to you <laughs> like as a person you're just like blah 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 people are like shut <laughs> That's up why I'm not a but doctor. as a doctor people be like oh i guess that angry doctor is right <laughs> i better you are now listening to good bad or bullshit Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. Uh, my name is Crofton Steers. I'm the bad dude of this podcast. With me, as always, uh, is the uh, double dragon of this podcast. I'm talking about uh, Bo Schwartz. And uh, the streets of rage of this podcast, I'm talking about Mike Hodgins. Oh, I don't even know what that is. I was hoping for Super Contra. Oh, no, they're all brawlers. About, I'm just going to say this about being the double dragon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know the other one. I like how you gave me the title. I wasn't Streets from my Streets of childhood. Rage is actually the most critically well-received oh. of the three Well, franchises. as we discussed pre-show, critics are idiots. So, yes, I am the most popular. That's actually not true. I just have a soft emotional connection to bad dudes. Huh? I thought well, you, you were going to bad... say Bo was other bad dude, and then one of us was President Reagan. You got bad a bad, You got a bad dude action figure? No, it was actually a bad dude arcade uh, box. It's on my desk at work. Anyway, for the audio listeners, that was not helpful, but I held up a box that has bad dudes written on it. You bought Um, a table-sized arcade machine. Well, I'm sure I've told the story on this show about about the portable arcade machine and how I learned to – I think it was we did an episode on credit cards – we do. I'm sure we did an episode on credit cards. I don't think so. And uh, I didn't get a credit card till I was in my 30s, and it was because of buying a portable bad dudes machine, uh, and my mom fronting me the money when I was a kid, okay. and it ending up not being what was advertised. So I learned about false advertising, and I had to pay back my allowance over multiple months. So I learned about uh, paying for things before you can afford them. Um, but anyway. Mm. I bought another bad dude's machine that promised to give me what I wanted when I was a kid. And I got it for Father's Day, actually. Um, And again, it was falsely advertised. It's not exactly what I thought it was. So that was quite pleasant to me. I got screwed again by bad dudes. Well, that's what bad dudes do to you, Crofton. Bad dudes are nice. They pin you down and they screw you. (laughs) Mike, you'll you'll appreciate the story synopsis. of, of bad dudes on the side of the box here. I'll read it to you. Please do. It says, released in 1988, this classic arcade game asks one simple question. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Uh, it's a, it's my it's, answer would be no, because I'm uh, too bad. <laughs> how, do you think, how do you think the person writing that felt? You know, just... No, they felt good, Bo. But my question is, if it takes a bad dude to rescue the president, how bad a dude does it to take to kidnap the president? The real bad dude. Yeah, it seems like it's badder to do the thing. Yeah, it's not a nice dude. (laughs) It's not a a nice dude who kidnapped the president. It's 
the baddest one. But maybe it takes a bad dude to catch a bad dude. But hang on. How bad of a dude do you have to be to be friends with Russia and North Korea and take a dump all over other democratic countries? The worst type of bad dude. Yeah, Trump's the baddest dude. He's the president now. We've come full circle. That should be a picture of Trump uh, holding up his fists. His fat, These are bad dudes. His fat, so Big Mac-laden fists. They're, they're versus Drake and Ninja. That's what it says. All right. Anyway, like connected it back to current like U.S. stuff. I, I, every time I see a headline from the United States and Trump, I just yeah. I feel like crying. Yeah, right I'm now, like, the world if, is just like... If that game was yeah. right, made right now based on current events, you'd be saving Ivanka, I think, right? Ivanka Trump? No. That's you'd be saving. No, she's no good either. <laughs> no, but that's who you'd be saving. That's the president's daughter. Do you guys... Uh... Like uh, I watched Twenty Four with Jack Bauer and all that sort of stuff, and I saw all I saw all the seasons of that show, and and the best perceived season as a at like critically was season five, okay. uh, and the big twist in that season, spoiler for a age old show, is the president is the villain. And that was like a, that was that was a big a big thing. Critical like, oh, acclaim. Shit. The president, the president's evil. That's fucked up. And so, um, so uh, but then but 20, now, sort of. Then twenty seventeen happened. Crazy. Yeah. Now I look back and I was like, yeah, well, presidents are pretty much evil now. That's the deal, you know. Like, but I mean, uh, that's always kind of a stupid thing. Like, you know, presidents order bombings of countries all the time <laughs> it's like if you live in those countries you probably don't like that president yeah, they're probably, a little they're bit probably more... not racing oh, to push any buttons he's, he's more evil now yes now, there's there was at least moral ambiguity before now it's not ambiguous <laughs> so yeah, yeah. what's what's funny it, it, if it makes you feel better jack bauer saves the day so i'm hoping that he'll save the day this i totally time. feel better <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't <laughs> I'm glad. You, I'm glad you feel better. All right. Uh, spe- speaking of feeling better, uh, maybe we should pull a random topic. Please. That'll make us all feel good. Please. Oh wait, uh, Mike, that's your job. Do you remember how? Yeah. To do it? Okay. Let's let's do it. There we go. go. <laughs> that too. <laughs> you can do it. Except laugh. Uh, well, or seeing as how. The- how we all need to feel better, maybe we should try be trying some alternative medicine because oh, that's a topic. God and that's that's it. solid. Come on. How weave that in. Yeah, that that is that's good. So is is weed uh, uh whatever drug that we just pulled the topic for? Uh I think that it's getting like too mainstream to be considered alternative, but I I mean, yeah, I think so because it's pretty recent that it's been legal. It's been yeah, legal in Canada as a medical use for a while. Well, we're legalizing it recreationally, like yeah, right now. But that's now. not what the topic is. It's not in alternative face, recreation. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so weed is excluded. Uh no. I mean, you can include it. I guess. I mean, it's herbal. Like a lot of herbal remedies are alternative medicine. You know, take some ginkgo biloba and watch your cancer shrivel away. Really? Don't do that for the record. I'm not that recommending that. That doesn't sound real at all. Ginkgo biloba is a real thing. I no, think it's but a the root. fact that it cures cancer. Oh, yes. Didn't you know that? Goji berries too, Bo. 
So no, okay. Are you also, goji is, berries don't cure cancer. It sounds again, like you're saying, hang on, it sounds like you're saying alternative medicine is snake oil, basically. He is like I'm saying that somehow. <laughs> is, is, that, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I have the faintest idea if someone told me an alternative medicine worked or not, I would probably just assume it's all snake oil. I think that's a good place to start from. It's not to say it all is, but... It's, but see, I here's think, the thing. The yeah. word alternative medicine, the term alternative medicine is like, it's an alternative to taking medicine. It's, in which case, well, I would be like... It sounds well, like well, a pejorative. <clears throat> yeah, it well, sounds but, pejorative. But no, I would say that... So they're, they're not using medicine in the, like, take your medicine. They're using medicine as in, like, you know, how we cure people, that different level of meaning. And uh, I think that they're... Uh, you know, there there are things in alternative medicine, say like um, a lot of Eastern medicines are would be considered here alternative medicines like uh, acupuncture, right? Mm-hmm. And though, I mean, I think also sort of in the vein of snake oil, a lot of people will swear by these things and say that they've really been helped by them. And there's, it's not just, there's lots of different kinds, whether it be herbal or um, Reiki, is that, is which, that is, which is one which... Is it psychosomatic, or I guess the word is like, is it well, placebo? Well, I think so. That would be, yeah, that would be my argument. The placebo effect is very, it, it's it's measurable. Like, it's hard to argue. If, if something is helping reduce symptoms because it's putting your mind in a positive mental state, which I think there's some basis in, like, it won't cure you of disease, but certainly having good mental health will help you you know survive or cope with symptoms of a real disease if not cure it which is why i think sometimes a doctor or medical professional might say hey this alternative medicine will not cure your ailment but please partake in it if it makes you feel better for whatever reason it's not yeah, I mean, if they said you. that, then you'd be like, well, no, it's not going to work. I mean, I think that a lot of this well, stems from the that fact. <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot of this stems from the fact that a lot of people feel uh, failed and or let down by a traditional Western medicine because, you know, they they had a loved one who got cancer or something, went to the doctors, and they said, okay, let's start doing chemo. And they felt like hell for two years and then died, and it was really sad and disheartening because that happens uh, a lot. And it and so people look Star for Wars alternatives. Franchise. Sorry, Bo? What did you say? It happened to the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a little alternative medicine is what it needs. But whoa, uh, whoa. stay on target. Stay on target. Shut up, <laughs> uh, well, uh, No, I lost my train of thought. So but, look, um, uh, just for the listeners' benefit, we but, just argued for thirty minutes before starting the show about Star Wars, and I'm totally needling uh, Crofton. So just just in terms of the alternative medicine, because like Mike threw acupuncture in there and I think there's tons of, um, you know, like if acupuncture collectively does nothing, then I think that it would have been disproved at this point. I think that that might be an actual physical rehabilitation. No, but here's an interesting thing about acupuncture and and what people say. Uh, Also, chiropractor is arguably, a chiropractic is arguably, (laughs) well, I I don't think arguably, I think it is uh, also nonsense. Uh, But the thing about acupuncture, which is different than Western medicine, is that uh, it is, it's dogmatic. Like it operates like a religion in, in the sense that there is a way of doing things and that's how you do it, period. Whereas um, 
uh, Western medicine is science-based in the sense that you must prove that your uh, that your your treatments are effective in a vacuum. When someone disbelieves that it will work, does it still work? You know, it, all these or whatever, all these things. It has to it has to meet a high standard to be allowed to be used. But something like acupuncture, it's just like this is what we do. These are your energy. This is your chi flows, and we stick these things in. And there's no one like. I mean, it's not to say that there haven't been benefits. And uh, Andrea, my wife, as a friend of her family who uh, swore by acupuncture because she had chronic pain for years and tried all these things, was on crazy painkillers, and it just wasn't helping. And she went, saw an acupuncturist and was like, oh, my God, I'm better. So it's not, is there nothing to this? But it raises red flags when you're like, when you when you want to know like well why does something work because I'm like Croft and I'd be like well someone must have studied this stuff right but I think when you start digging into it you don't you don't find that there's a lot of like clinical studies and when people say when people say why it works it sounds like magic based on things that aren't proven or things that we don't know like chi flows and stuff like that I mean yeah, which so are based here's... on dogmatic views of how the world works I know very little about this so I'm going to cop to just doing a quick Google search to pluck out all the keywords associated with the topic to see if it would jog my memory. One thing I remember hearing a lot about, there's two, it's, it's categorized as unscientific belief systems. One is nature, naturopathy, which is a belief that the body heals itself using supernatural vital energy that guides bodily processes, (laughs) which is, there's like no scientific evidence to support this. The other one, and it's the one I've heard of quite a bit is homeopathy. Oh, um, which is that really certain <laughs> substances like echinacea? God, so many people talk about echinacea helping relieve symptoms and shit. Echinacea is a flower you can grow it in your garden. But it basically, be, it's, so it's, it's weed. It's Do a you know what homeopathy of... is? I'll tell you what homeopathy because I, I I read a book uh, quite a long time ago that discussed a lot of these things. I think and weed I... is proven to relieve pain symptoms. Like, well, <laughs> I so think weed, that's proven. Weed... <laughs> Oh, no, but, I know. That's why I'm saying you say it's a flower you grow in your garden. I'm like, that doesn't mean that it doesn't do anything. No, yeah. No, it does do something. So is opium. It's from the poppy plant you can grow in your garden, and it definitely does something to you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, all op- opioids are derived from it, and they have absolute effect, and so does weed. And I'm not saying echinacea doesn't, but homeopathy, homeopathy is hilarious um, because it's like – Again, it's this magical thinking about things. In fact, what you tend to do with homeopathy is you, you think there's some kind of disease, and then you come up with something that you think is the opposite of that disease, something like, like this. A, I'm not like a counter it. in Magic the Gathering, right? Like you're so just what, like... Yeah, but this, this is what you do. So you take something like, say you have some kind of illness, and they link this illness, I don't know how, to say something like mercury or right. arsenic, something that's toxic. And then what you do is you take our arsenic and water, and you mix half and half. And then you take that half half mixture and you have it with water again. And you do that again and again and again. So you're having it down. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of they, they do this to the to the 64th power of division. Okay. Where I heard tell that if you have a glass of water and if you've done that, there is no chance that there's one uh, molecule of arsenic left in it okay. if you do it that much, that many times. And and then they say, but what it has captured was the essence, the the thought of the arsenic and it's that resonance that will cure you of the disease without harming you because arsenic is poison but like so they claim it to be a powerful medicine but it's always water that's what you're always drinking you're always taking is water and is and but yet they claim it's powerful medicine and you might be both familiar with the magician james randy 
Yeah, I've seen him. I don't actually he's, know any of his magic. I he just... was big with Penn and Teller, where like protege, they love him because okay. he's one of the. He was one of the, like the first debunkers of bull, bullshit. Okay. And I can get. He had these famous things where he had a bottle. He would do these presentations about BS alternative medicines like this, and he had one where he had a bottle of homeopathic medicine, and there was like sixty pills in it, and it says like warning: this medicine is dangerous. Consume, take two pills a day maximum. And he would eat the entire bottle of pills. on live performance all the time. Nothing ever happened because there's nothing in it. It's just yeah. nothing. But it, it, it works on the fact that the placebo effect is very powerful. And if you believe this medicine is curing you, you will see improvement. Whereas if you tanked a whole 100 tablets of Tylenol, you're dead. You're literally dead by liver yeah, failure. Yeah, you, like, you, you will die. You will die. Do not you're dead. That, a painful ever. death. Your liver will cease to function and your body will fill with bacteria as you watch yourself die. Yeah, you don't want to destroy your liver. I learned how bad Tylenol was was from reading about it. There's Tylenol-related deaths, like, all the time. Apparently, Tylenol is one of the most toxic things, like, over-the-counter things that shouldn't be over-the-counter because of how easily you can kill yourself with it. Well, but it's one of those things where it says very clearly, like all things, it tells you, take this much, don't take more than this much. People take more. Over-the-counter stuff is like, like, because people hear about the things that this Randy guy did with like, well, they're just saying that to be safe, but like, what's the harm in taking 20 Tylenol (laughs) at once? And it's like, don't do that. Oh my God, don't do that. It says on the package, it does cause death. Don't do that. It's very dangerous. We're pretty strict about that kind of stuff. And Tylenol is one of those things that like makes it over so, the counter. But you see what's interesting. So you just said we're pretty strict about all this kind of stuff, and we're not strict about alternative medicines. So you can go out and say, I have a naturopathic remedy. I want to put it on the market. In Canada and many countries, you can just do that. And you can say, this cures a disease, even though you have no clinical evidence to prove that. And this happens all the time with homeopathy. It's like there is no clinical evidence to prove that homeopathy works or naturopathy, but you can say it does. And sell it as a nat- and they're starting to change this in Canada because it's clearly uh, very misleading and because it's totally unregulated. But the stuff that does work is regulated because it might kill you, and they had to be careful of that. So, obviously. two two things here. Trying to get a word in edgewise. Two 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 things. Right. Number one is to Mike's last point. Just this past weekend, uh, there's a news article about this guy in Vancouver who went to a market and he sold. Uh, what he called hot dog water uh and is essentially like these uh exactly what it sounds uh trendy they're very trendy looking water bottles that he did with a hot dog in them and he he had all this stuff about all the sort of health benefits that the hot dog water water had and he was very on like honest about it after a weekend at the market that he was doing it as like a satire sort of parody thing and is sort of like he he's not routinely going back trying to fleece people with his hot dog water money it was part of the packaging and the marketing sort of associated to it so in Mike's defense of his argument there's a lot there's a lot of that stuff that can easily be done uh, in Canada but Bo, because he cheated and went on the internet, made me cheat. And so, uh, because oh, I... guys. No, I don't because, think it's like, cheating. You know what? I'm talking, sick, I'm sick like, of picking up topics and not knowing what the hell they are. And oh, so no, doing, fair enough. Fair doing enough, a bit of on. notes also, it helps the show, fine. Also, <laughs> for, for me, the, my, the thing I was struggling with is because, like, you look at things like natural medicines, like, so aloe uh, and burns and such, um, 
and we're talking about these things. And when the topic was was drawn alternative medicine, I associated that as being like, you know, natural medicines and stuff like that. Now, that's clearly not the case. Uh, as as Mike was going on and being like, okay, it's it's this, it's chiropractic, it's acupuncture. So like the Wikipedia article, if you go, if you go on it on alternative medicine, it explains very much similar to what, what Mike said. It's all these, uh, you know, alternative science sciences or whatever. Um, I use quotation marks for the audio listeners, air quotation marks. Uh, but everything about the Wikipedia article skews negative. Like it's very, it's like they're saying, you know, worst case, uh, be best case, a hoax, worst case, health risks or potentially toxic, you know, like they, the, the, the article is extremely negative. It's rare that I see a Wikipedia article that reads so negatively. So that brings me back to the question I'd like to ask on this show. What is, why would this be something that we could say is good? Well, I think there's, uh, I mean, it does skew negative. I think the reason why people believe in this stuff uh, is because so many things ultimately do come from nature, right? Uh, it, it, like aspirin, I think, came from the bark of some tree, right? Uh, but, the you know, the difference is someone found this stuff, and then they they tested it, they did clinical studies, they found it to be effective in these situations, uh, met a high standard, and now it's aspirin. You can go buy it. So things, there are things in nature that do stuff, and probably there's tons of unknown things that we haven't found yet or that we're potentially making extinct at the moment, which for sure we are because we're killing the world slowly. But uh, there are things in nature that we don't know and that you can find that will have some benefit effect. For sure there are because we've found them before, right? So, But then, I, they, they, but then they'll become – then they're natural medicines and they they're not alternative they become, medicines. Like, I mean – this thing to me is so like we talked about vaccinations on uh, this episode, and this is absolutely linked. The, the anti-vaxxers are well are also of the um, of the natural medicine types, uh, but I mean maybe why it exists and why it's not all bad is when because like say you're you're going to your doctor undergoing treatment for some illness and it's just like not really working, which yeah. happens, right? Uh, or well, what are you going to management? Well, whatever. But it doesn't even matter. I'm just saying like scenarios. It doesn't really – because a lot of times you do go through a traditional – you go to the hospital. You go to the doctors. You see the doctors. They're not helping you. It can be, could be pain. Who knows what? Come chronic illness. Nothing's helping you. And it's like, so, well, what, else, what do you do? And, and, and that even if it's a solid you know, placebo effect that's making you feel better or – Maybe it is something we haven't discovered yet about alternative medicines. It, it, I think it just gives people options, and people want to have those, especially when they feel hopeless. Because if and maybe that's a value. Because if you go, if you have like stage four cancer, and you're like, and they're like, your prognosis is not good. You've got six months. Uh, there's not much we can do. Maybe we can extend your life by three months with a you know chemo. You're gonna feel like hell. Uh, and then, but maybe there's an alternative medicine out there. Uh, that says it can cure your cancer. Now, it probably won't, or else it would have been adopted by the mainstream, but it may give you hope. It, it might, and, and I think hope is powerful. Uh, you know, it, it, it gives people the will to live. And and, it, and that's something, who needs that more than someone with a expiration stamp clearly on their life? And so maybe that's the value of this stuff. I mean, the danger that's clear of this is that hucksters are going to, 
take advantage of this, right? Uh, and so, I mean, how can you say it's good? It gives people hope. And, you know, that is that bad or is that good? I, I mean, it's more complicated than that, of course, but I no, mean, maybe I, that's I, no, value. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like I agree in the, the concept of, uh, of you know giving people hope and all that is it, it is important. It is one of those things where like, um, if I feel in many ways, it, you know, it preys on on people's ignorance or vulnerabilities. Um, if I am diagnosed with stage four cancer and told that I am going to die soon. Um, I'm not suddenly going to become stupid, uh, and uh, to to then. But to you then, might become desperate. I might become, that's, and that's different, right? I, well, yeah, I, I might become desperate, but but does that make me believe things that I uh, yeah, knew I think to so. be false? Yeah, I think I think that if you're really desperate and someone is giving you hope and, and has our persuasive arguments, because like. You know, if you were to go right. on some of these, the believers of these sites, they'll make very convincing arguments about why this stuff will work. I mean, I think ultimately they're not convincing if you follow it through and your critical and your critical thinking, you know, is in place. But I think if you're desperate and you're really looking for an answer, you know, you're not going to be thinking that way. You're going to be wanting an answer. Um, so the, snake oil the, salesman. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is what so, you come so, back to. I do think it's I come back to the whole like, well, they're very convincing, like, like a snake oil salesman. No, don't worry. Rub this uh, shit on your belly. Rub this gasoline on your face and belly, and be sure to drink a little bit each night. I know it tastes bad, but really, it'll enter your bloodstream and clean out your veins. That's what we. <laughs> <laughs> it'll lubricate but, your I mean, arteries. May, but maybe also like, you know. I'm very clearly leaning away, like that this alternative medicine's bad, and and uh, but like you know, there's got to be something about is the only way to to treat things, um, you know, the the way that we're currently doing it in a hospital, and I think that it's it's you know if if you look at traditional medical science, it's clearly something which is evolving. If you look at it 200 years ago, it looks like complete quackery. The mainstream looks like what people were doing that, but it's like they didn't know any better. And we do not know everything about how the human body works, and we're learning about lots about it all the time. So things things are changing, and I think that's why I put my stock in the scientific model to find this stuff out. But maybe some of the some of the questions and research uh, that will develop new ways of treating things might come out of alternative medicine. You know, might come out of anecdotal success. You know, if someone is saying that uh, acupuncture really does work, and yes, it's it's a dogmatic type of approach to medicine that doesn't change or alter over time, but it works. If someone really sits down, they really study, maybe they'll find some of the underlying reasons why it works and bring that into the fold. It, mm. it, I don't like in my mind, I'm always like, I want to learn more about this. Cause I'm like, has this not happened? Like it's acupuncture is a huge thing. Uh, and it's like, have people studied it? Or chiro chiropractic. Like we went to a chiropractor for my, my daughter's latch. Like she was, she was not latching on or whatever. And a they did like, yes, they do. They do a sort of adjustments on babies. It's oh. a big, it's a big thing. Oh. And I'm so like, like we got big red flags about that. Yeah. Well, maybe we didn't know, but it definitely improved the latch. Like, I don't know if that's, 
you know, like <laughs> yeah, it could be circumstantial. I mean, probably she's going to get be, better over time. Be. I, I don't know, but like it, it is a, it it was fairly immediate, and it was a fair like, and I knew very little about chiro uh, uh, chiropractors being uh, fringe science or whatever. Well, they're, I just, they're, they're, they're list- all over the place, so they are, and they really do a lot. Yeah, with, with the following text, um, so chiropractic. Spinal manipulation aims to treat vertebral subluxations, which are claimed to put pressure on nerves. Oh, both really smart. Did he just pull that off the top of his head? I'm reading this from the Wikipedia page. Chiropractic was developed in the belief that manipulating the spine affects the flow of a supernatural vital energy, therefore affects health and disease. Vertebral subluxation is a pseudoscientific concept and has not yet been proven to exist. Yeah, and they do their industry does a lot of work to make themselves seem legitimate. They have chiropractic associations and they'll say that a chiropractic doctor has to take like five more years of education than a than a medical doctor does and all this kind of stuff. But in the end, I mean I've heard some some stuff about this where it's like people go back go back uh, because every time they leave the chiropractor they usually feel great. Uh, and then, but it doesn't cure what but they have. But they even get recommended by again. like I know people who I have someone who got into a car accident, mild one, but had back pain. Who's been going? Oh, maybe it's physiotherapy, which is a different thing. No, no, but well, it might be physio. But the thing is, both of these things have the same effect. There's it a could difference be. between people... a physiotherapist and a chiropractic, but they both both work with you physically to strengthen your injury in difficult places yeah, well, in your body. Well, sort of. Chiropractors, like, I mean, a physiotherapist is trying to rebuild your muscle by forcing you to do okay. certain things. A chiropractor is, you're lying there, and they're moving your neck uh, and body. Then it's body. definitely a chiropractor. So you, That's what a chiropractor is. So but do they, a, do they a offer physiotherapist, no good? I went to see a physiotherapist for my shoulder. Like, you're you're, you're trying to re... Yeah, yeah, you're trying to push yourself out of your okay. comfort zone. So, to, so, like, so this person I know, and should I tell them to not go to the chiropractor? Because they seem to... You know, after six, eight weeks of going out twice a week after work, supposedly getting the massage on their back and stuff will help realign their spine or something like that. Like, it, is that it, portion? Like, again, it, it won't. But the thing is, like, and I heard this this long documentary but on the radio, like, I don't know, a year ago. It was quite interesting. Uh, but they're saying that, like, so... When you go to these places, even in massage therapy or physiotherapy, you almost always leave feeling good because there is a known effect that when other human beings touch you, sure. it, yeah. and especially massage you, like who hasn't had a well, massage? A massage been is like, good. I like, feel good. Yeah. Happy ending or not? Okay. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> you will feel the, good the with a happy is, ending, but if there isn't one, you still feel good because having your muscles massaged is a nice feeling. That's true. I love massages. Yeah, everyone loves them. And a chiropractor is basically not a glorified masseuse, but like they're also doing things that are stimulating release of endorphins. Oh, and it's like, I bet and, they and are. It, and that, that's all too, yeah, that's what the happy ending is all about, Grom. Yeah, the endorphins Major are endorphins. not what come out of your pee pee when uh, drink sex. It's semen, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> I also, and, and, I, you might not know that, but I'm learning you now. And I didn't have to look that up on Wikipedia. I, I've had, I, I also did, uh, Two sessions of acupuncture, I think. It was again related to. Did the you release injury. your semen and then then it stopped? <laughs> yeah, We're done, sir. With two sessions. How was the happy ending with the acupuncture? What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Taking everything. Can you put gutter. one of those in my um, penis, sir? <laughs> Jesus, I'm trying to have a serious conversation here. Uh, also, I'm not wearing any pants, just for the record. Um, the uh, 
so so um, yeah, I went to acupuncture twice, and I will say that uh, I saw no. I definitely saw no results. It was an experience, and uh, it felt it felt weird um, having like needles shoved all in my shoulder and stuff. And they had a machine that they connected to it that I don't know if it vibrated them or whatever. Uh, it made it made my muscles all like tense up and feel like weird and stuff like that. Uh, but I definitely did not see any sort of results. And it, it became one of those things where like, um, I think, uh, I think even my doctor had suggested it was, again, it's like, you're, you're, you're seeing a regular doctor and the doctor's like, well, you could also try this and that and the other thing. Right. Right. Um, some people have noted that they feel, you know, they feel better after, after that, but like the, the act acupuncturist was pretty much like yeah you need to do it at least like five times or something to start seeing an effect and i was like well technically in the time that it would take me to do it five times i probably will just be getting yeah, better your body will heal <laughs> anyways right so so i was just like because i didn't feel really any result and unlike stuff like um massages or or chiropractic when, when i came out of it there's nobody touching me i had needles in me so there was no like endorphins of like I came out and I'm like oh I feel a lot better I was more like oh thank God those needles are out of me you know, it, but like that's that. the yeah. kind of that's the kind of thing too there's a certain personality type which feels that pain is progress that like you know what I mean like yeah you know like where it, it can be massage feels good like Mike's argument's good but I think there's a personality type that will feel like you know self flagellation is somehow rewarding or good or self inflicted pain is is a sign of progress and strengthening. It, it, it is funny though how a lot of these things count on time because like if there's one thing your body generally is 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 good at is it will fix itself over time mostly and it's like like I think one time I got this scheme. or decay abo like <laughs> well yeah well I mean eventually we're all gonna die I got this scheme shoulder zing. injury let me finish my damn story stop trying to zing him yeah. uh, I got this shoulder injury Put your pants back on God damn it are you guys finished. <laughs> Do you, uh, you want to move on? You don't want to. Okay, Croft it is. Move it on. Croft we'll it is. Make this a gag reel. I last a while. I'm just saying. Look, Hodgins. I if I had to wait for you to stop talking to get a zinger in, there would be no zingers. I hate to break it to you. That's a zinger. Zing. Okay. All right. What were you saying? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember now because you were blathering on so long. <laughs> All right. Bottom line is, uh, I went to the acupuncturist. And it didn't do anything for me, so I'm t I'm at, with my very limited because it seems like neither of you guys have any experience with this. I'm the I've been to the baby chiropractor. I've been to There's the acupuncturist. Baby chiropractor. Oh, oh man. yeah, yeah. And also, uh, Jesse did. Uh, what was it? Oh, Reiki. Shit. No, that's um, a bunch of bullshit too. No, <laughs> so we went to um, ba -ba -ba food, sensi food sensitivities. Like they took. <laughs> They took like, uh, was it a real doctor though? Because there are such things. Nutritionist no, I think it started with H. Nutritionist, homeopathy. Oh, nutritionist. Quackery. Uh, we it better not have been a homeopathy person. Maybe it was a nutritionist. I don't know. I mean, a nutritionist is an actual. Oh, is it? Isn't there a term thing. for child care? It's not pediatrics, is it? Oh. No, that's a real thing. Yeah. 
but, but like, oh yeah, well, holistic. Okay, I remember was it holistic? Do you have any experience with alternative? No, but here, but he, so question. here's the experience I, which just makes me think. I, I'll go back. I remember what I was gonna say. So I got this shoulder injury skiing, and and it really like you know I hurt my shoulder. I was like, oh, and it just it ached for like weeks, and and kept aching. And it was like you know two months later, it was still it was still kind of aching. But you know what I did? Here's what I did. Nothing. And I kept doing nothing for a good year. And you know what? My shoulder didn't hurt anymore. And it's like, so, the, so you know, what I learned from that, it's like, it's like, it took a long time. Like, I remember eight months later being like, my shoulder still kind of aches from that thing. Mm, and I kept waiting. good, though. Uh, yeah, but you know what? You I, take, I have no, absolutely no. Uh, did you take painkillers during the time? But, no, I mean, it was just like a, it was just an ache. It just kept aching. Mm. But the thing is, like, look, you know, Before in the you end, go where I came to, no medicine. just let me finish. They'll probably get arthritis in that shoulder. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I'm sure you do hope I do. But uh, in, no, in the I end, will. So in the end, <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna make Mike so mad. Oh my god! I wish I could throttle both of you guys. Uh, my shoulder feels fine, right? And it's like, but if I had, say, after the first month, I was like, my shoulder's aching. I got to go see someone, and I go to the acupuncturist. They're like, okay, come back twice a week. We're gonna get you all good. You know, you go there every week. You know, it's feeling a little better every week. And after a year, be like, man. My shoulder feels great. I got no problem anymore. The acupuncture has fixed me. Like you can easily, and that's why anecdotal stuff is so flawed. Like you can, you can, you can, you can have correlations and attribute causation, and that might be completely wrong. And that's why, like the scientific method, well, technically, it can that's be coincidental. Right now, right? That it you're got like, better by itself. You're like, I just waited eight months, which is a damn long time, and then look, it's perfectly it's fine. It's not I that think. damn long. You think about what your body's doing. If you break a bone, it has to regrow bone. <laughs> like, what do you I think just, is going to happen in a week? So I also injured my shoulder, and uh, what but, did you do doing it? Were you masturbating too hard? <laughs> no, I he was releasing endorphins. The best sport of all time, and uh, I hurt myself in an epic fashion, uh, throwing a pole. Um, and anyway, uh, when when that uh, when that happened, um, like it felt it like it was really weird, and I felt like all sorts of uh, tingling in my arm and all this, and and uh, I I was in a lot of pain, but also I couldn't even move my arm as much as you know I used to, and I uh. still can't to this day. Like I um, so I I started going to see the um, well I went to the, I went to the doctor, I had MRIs done and stuff like that, and there was about three things wrong with it. Uh, including something about a rotator cuff and some other thing I forget, um, and so like I had to take a shot of steroids or something in the shoulder. Well, the, the one thing, and, oh, sorry, and then and then but then I went to physio and like I continued. Now had I done the Mike Hodgins way and been like, well, I'll just shake it off. Time will make it better. I would not have nearly as much mobility in my arm as. How I do you do know that? Well, See, it's funny how I, you're saying like. Like, I know that it wouldn't be cured because... Because I don't have great mobility now, but I have more than I did before I started going to physio. Well, how do you know if you'd done nothing? It wouldn't be the same. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> like, you don't. Just say you don't. You don't. But it doesn't... Yes, I did. The moral of this story is when you're masturbating, take it easy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but the, no, no, hang on. But the thing about Crofton is he just used an example where he went to real medical professionals, which you should do... You don't have to do, yeah, Mike. You're both injured, right. Yeah. You're both right here. We're picking on fucking alternative medicine. Both of your solutions are great. The one thing I was going to say about Mike's story is that it would be good to go check it because I, some injuries do heal improperly. 
Mike's got the Hodgkin. Uh, like, don't go he, to the doctor. <laughs> I don't think no, this is the case with doctor. your arm, but I think I think if like you break a leg, doctor. I think if you have a serious injury, it does need to, things need to be set. There's a reason you wear casts and shit like that. You know, like it does need to be set so that things heal properly. That's a thing. I know that's a thing, and a doctor okay. can help you make sure something heals properly. Oh, you just made me think of something that when we were talking about going to the doctor you're, and all that, that's something we take for granted in Canada because we don't have to pay for that, right? Right. Like, well, we, in our exorbitant taxes. Well, we don't yeah, sit yeah, here going yeah. like, uh, I got rent or I can go have my shoulder looked at. Yeah, exactly. So, like, for us, it's not a choice of, like, like I'm just wondering if in the States, when when you have a choice between, like, real medicine. If you have health care, I don't think it's go, that bad, though. Go into doctors and it's like cost yay high and then you have the choice to alternative medicine or some other medicine and it's say still pricey but much cheaper than going to the the, actual doctor i think the problem and again i don't know we should have an american tell us this information i think it's if you don't have insurance like if you have insurance it's the equivalent of having insurance here which means well or something might not be covered covered, but you have should check about what's covered true but if you're well, someone of means with good millions, coverage, the, you're probably okay. There are millions of Americans who don't have coverage, yes, which is the whole yes, Obamacare yeah. thing, and uh, to be unraveled soon. Which I'm sure. uh, you know is an incentive towards snake oil. It, 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 it's a it, small it, psychological factor, but the acupuncture guy is probably like ten dollar. I had to give you acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, but then you see all that, and you get, you get <laughs> what you pay for. You know, it's cheap, like a sudden outburst of racism. No, but it's, it's between that and nothing. I guess is like I could understand. Like I, it'd be interesting to see in Canada what the alternative medicine industry is compared to the states. If it's the same it's, or it's, it's big. It, it's I, I really it, think it's based more on people. Like people don't like. There's people okay. like to rebel against uh, the tr- traditional medicine. They think it's like a lot of toxic, you know, pharmaceuticals that are bad for you. And a lot of these things are, uh, you know, but it's just like sometimes it takes a terrible thing to cure something, you know, like with cancer in particular, like you feel like shit and you are drinking poison when or getting poison put into you. With, that's what chemotherapy is. It's trying to kill part of your body. You know? So you feel right. like hell. And it's like people want alternatives that don't seem like that. But what's so funny is is it is it this misnomer that things that are natural, they're like natural remedies. And it's like pe- people have this idea that nature isn't trying to kill you. And it's like nature, nature wants you dead. Like, like there's so many things in nature that want you to die. You know, there's animals and can poison you all kinds of microbes you can get in, into you and kill you your own it's cellular like structure is trying to something kill you. being natural doesn't mean that it's good it could be far worse than something that's pure toxic chemical i would you know? say clown baby just mentions for the states insurance only pays for a portion so it's always an issue in the states yeah, like, well you probably have to pay a deductible if it's like an insurance yeah Man, but i mean like even if like you're even if you're like a you know 100k a year young professional you know you'd still end up having to pay something so yeah. Whereas here, I you just a... walk up and you get every shit's paid for, man. Unless it's like kind of cosmetic, like glasses. You have to have a plan. I need to get new glasses. I have a healthcare plan now, by the way. Just get laser eye surgery. Do they pay for it? Well, my, it's no. alternative medicine. They it shoot lasers. No, it's, it's cosmetic. It only though. lasts twenty years. It's cosmetic, though, right? I got a, I got a fork out they of pocket. They now front for that. like a grand of it, I think. How much is it? Um, 
There's yeah. no point at this age because I asked about it last time and they said that your 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 body goes through a couple like shifts where your eyes change and one of them's like 45 or something and for me they were like well you could do it but like probably your eyes are going to change again in like 5 or 6 years you should have done it like 10 years ago and I was like oh. I thought you were going to be like I thought you were going to say like well you know if I just tough it out like don't go to the doctors maybe in 8 months my eyes will fix themselves so <laughs> no. like what they won't uh, but 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 the contacts I wear work very nicely. Yeah, that's great. And they're cheap as. Just like you, the doom doom zing. Well, okay, we can, I can go on about this, but let, maybe we should get the verdicts here. Yeah, let's get to the verdicts. All right, so let's get to some cheap ass verdicts. Uh, where's the farm animals, boys? There they are. <laughs> in the court it's time to deliver some verdicts uh, on uh, let me go first because i think it's obvious and, uh, yeah, where i'm please, going well, maybe get, you me... softened who knows no i didn't soften on this one uh so yeah i think alternative medicine i think it's i think it's bad mostly yeah and and though i think that there are you know some things in it which do have some positive effect giving people hope maybe giving new avenues where research should go i think those things are good but i do think that on a whole uh the negatives outweigh the consequences and i think that advertising these types of things and and saying that they cure things that there's no evidence that they cure lead people to bad decision making there's a famous guy in canada or a couple i should say though the guy got most of the slack uh, whose kid has like had like meningitis or something like that or or measles I can't remember what it was some fairly treatable childhood disease and they didn't want their kid to get these toxic pharmaceuticals so they tried to cure him with garlic and ginseng and then the little three year old died and and as a father of a young kid that breaks my heart because uh, that was very curable but alternative medicine made that makes people die people people choose death all the time over treatable things because they want the alternative cure. And that, to me, is a bad thing. Uh, and just one last thing before I let you guys have it. I am very biased about this because I'm like, I've read a lot about it and I have strong opinions. So much so that, Bo, you might recall the other day when I went to your house and I fell off my skateboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember you I came really over and you're like, oh, my back hurts so much. I hurt myself I'm like, you're, you're pushing 40 and you're fucking skateboarding. <laughs> what the hell do you expect? So I like I fell off my skateboard in like dramatic fashion right on the pavement from like a huge fall like right on my ass I felt like my pelvis was busted and I managed to get to the sidewalk <laughs> and I was is. just sitting there and some older guy came by and he was like he's like are you okay I'm like yeah oh, I think I'll be alright he's like I know a good chiropractor and I didn't say anything but even though I was in all this pain I wanted to say like those are fucking quacks you asshole <laughs> and that was my first thought through the pain is that I wanted to shit on this guy for recommending a chiropractor. That, give him 10 or 20 more years if you're 60 and you fall off a skateboard someone does that to you they're gonna get an earful for sure i'll quit i'll quit skateboarding before i get to 60 uh, anyways you never know. bad all right uh i'll go next in the crofton roundout because i just want to get this over with i think by definition it's bad i think most of the things we talked about here sound very bad and i honestly know very little about the subject of medicine and my de facto response to anyone would be to be go see an actual doctor for your ailments and solutions or do some a little bit of research. So bad for me. Easy. Easy verdict. The rare the rare bow bad. That's crazy. Um 
so so for me, I, I actually had a hard time with this subject because I, I I don't know a lot about alternative medicine. I didn't even really know the difference between natural medicine and stuff. And so Mike's info that he presented in this episode was really helpful to for to to help me uh, navigate the topic. And despite his lack of sense of humor, it was really helpful in <laughs> in, in getting me to uh, to to understand a, a, a lot about the subject. That said. Everything I got, I got through Mike's lens, and uh, you know, afterwards, I'm going to be interested in 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 looking into some of these uh, uh, so-called you know quack sciences. And I definitely appreciate the the point of of giving hope to people. And I also understand the danger that story that Mike Mike told about the three year old or whatever in his verdict. Like that's that stuff is really really scary. So. Where, whereas if I was a little bit more informed on the topic, I might even be comfortable joining these guys on, in saying bad because of the fact that there, uh, you know, there may be some positive outcomes, especially from stuff like chiropractic, uh, chiropractors and, uh, um, that, and because of the fact that, uh, that there is that element of hope in that I'm going to, I'm going to lean and say that the whole alternative medicine stuff is a, is a giant pile of bullshit. So I'll say, uh, say bullshit. Oh, and I'll also say that if you take that bullshit and you rub it on your skin, uh, it will, it will actually give you cure, a rash. It will cure your, any cuts, <laughs> any open wounds that you have. It if will you increase, just rub it right it in there. Your luck it will in receiving will, money. That's, <laughs> you could you could just wait for that wound to heal, but if you rub the cow uh, shit in it, it will heal it, a lot faster, and you'll be it, stronger. But it if it's festering, you know it's working. Yeah, and it's, that's, that's what that stinging is. It just means gross. that it's working. That's your body. Yeah, go ahead. Incidentally, that the 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 kid who who died in Canada. I'm surprised you haven't heard this story, Cropping, because you're a newsy person. No, but I've heard the story. The father like went to jail, and like they're they're trying to appeal it and stuff, but like. You could like, you could be held responsible in this country if you like give your kid some shamanic ritual instead of going to the doctor, uh, and then they die. You might go to jail because it's your responsibility to help help someone who's under your care. You know, like a child. Yeah. So beware of the take, alternative medicines, or you might. I better be take uh, Gwen out of that Hogwarts school I signed her up for. I mean, like, well, schooling's different. I mean, people send their kids to shitty education system all the time we got oh, it's, a Hog- it. it's a medical school actually the hogwarts academy i think your child's a bit sh- lo- young to go to a medical school yeah. not when she's a prodigy <laughs> oh okay <laughs> beaming with pride okay we've got the opposite problem here someone likes his kids too much jk <laughs> you can never love your kids too much and speaking of loving things too much uh, I think there's something about sending an email that we're going to segue into Crofton. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're doing my You can job. also just talk about how good you are for a while. I was about to zing you both a few times more before doing you this. you got a job whatever. to do this week, buddy. If, Why don't you do your job if instead you of If you want to zing us or tell us uh, a, or provide an alternative comment, perhaps about alternative medicine, you can. Goodbadbull at gmail.com. Send us an email. We're on the tweets at Good Bad Bull. Goodbadbull.com is the website. You can go there to find our back catalog uh, of episodes and that sort of thing. Um, it's the uh, the go-to word. You can find us on Facebook. We got a Patreon if you want to contribute to that. Patreon.com slash Goodbadbull. We, we would appreciate it. All of that great stuff. Goodbadbull 
uh, are they're the words that will uh, unleash all the goodness. Speaking of goodness, you, we're individuals of individual natures. You can uh, follow us individually online, um, starting with uh, the the raging man himself, Streets of Rage, Mike Hodgins. Uh, where can uh, people find you? Um, they can uh, they can find me in the forest practicing practicing my specific form of. Uh, I call it hodgenism. It's a kind of shamanic uh, fungus-based alternative medicine. It costs a lot of money, but it cures every disease you have. So contact me at ML Hodgins. Tell uh, me more. On Twitter. Uh, and also, uh, Double Dragon, Bo, without doing any sort of ethnically compromising accent, please tell people where they can reach you. Uh, yes, you can find me on Bo Schwartz and the Twitter. You find me there. You can follow me and find out all about what I'm I'm doing. And you can follow me at Croft and Steers on Twitter. I should not have said that to Bo. <laughs> I thought you were teeing me up for some you comedy gold. Well, when I said I was going to do the double dragon thing, and I'm like, oh, man, I could see this going really poorly. Well, and, uh, I, I mean, I see, the thing is I've been practicing accents a lot because of There Will Be Dungeons, by the way. D&D podcast, therewillbedungeons.com. Uh, plug that. But I, I'm at you, home now. All the time, I'm like, "Hello, how are you doing today?" Like this morning at work, I was just speaking in British all morning because I just I'm like I have. To... <laughs> I just imagine you coming to work and be like, "Hello to you all. I am yeah. not one." And they're like, "They're <laughs> like, oh god, we got this guy needs some sensitivity training." I've been trying course, to practice like, my you, you Wakandan got, accent. I can learn the most about an accent from him, so I'll just do it to him right in his face. He'll appreciate the, it. The, the most uncomfortable has been so far is you know there's Wakandan from the movie Black Panther, which is basically Africa. I'm like, hello, Wakanda forever. Welcome, welcome to our kingdom. Ooh. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty bad, but it's I have difficult to try. because I'm looking at your white face and you look very white, so it's yeah. But I'm raising 120 million to remake that movie with all white actors. The White Panther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is that is that? No, am what? I allowed? To, am I allowed to do that? Is that like, will the internet approve? Call it, yeah, the snow leopard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's oh, funny. God. This is how insane, because the thing I saw about the Black Panther, there was some comment, it's like, it doesn't matter that it's about black people, because it has nothing to do with black people, is what most white people are saying, or something stupid like that. They're fine with it, because it's just like, whatever. I don't I don't get it either. <laughs> it's just, it's madness. I, the internet... I've come to this conclusion, and I've already kind of known this, but like, the discourse on the internet is really it's not of quality. Is it, it's it's really disorient. It's a, it's just a madhouse. It, Imagine walking into a people room and everyone's yelling, and you terrible. make out a it's few really things. Terrible. You make out a few things, and it's like. It makes you mad. Everything you hear is just like, oh, my God, this is so frustrating. Someone's like, oh, you hurt your back. You better call a chiropractor. And you're just like, oh, and then you contribute to all the yelling and noise. And and that's that's a lot of social media. And, it's so, and, it's and, horrible. And uh, it's becoming yeah. part of the press because the press, eager for your clicks for advertising, report on things like tweets which are Man. really the most unimportant things, but they've become newsworthy, and that's why they enter the popular discourse, and it's a feedback loop. Then an article gets published, and then everyone's fucking like, oh my god, and, you know, and then there's fake news. There's literally fake news. Yeah, I know. It's, the internet, it's, it's just... 
There's fake did we, tweets. We did the internet. What, news. what did I say about that? I don't know, man. And you can live stream us on the internet at twitch.tv slash goodbadbull. Like, you know, you Podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.